Hey guys, in today's episode, we're speaking to Gitana Singh. She's the founder of Coco Bark Series, a boutique customized chocolate brand based in Delhi. Thanks for joining the podcast today, Gitana. Thank you guys for having me. Very excited. Um, so we can start by just telling us about your journey and where Coco Bark Series started from and, um, and how it is where it is today. So unlike a lot of people who plan, you know, to start something and do something, mine was the complete opposite. I had no idea. I wanted to do it. I had absolutely no plan for it. Um, a couple of years ago, I had just left my job and I wanted to just take a couple of months off and just take a break. Uh, I was traveling. I was just spending some time with myself. And one of the things I do really like doing is baking. And I didn't realize this uh, until I actually looked backwards after Coco Bark started. Um, I've always been that person who, you know, spends a lot of time in the kitchen, you know, would come back home after work. And like my way of de-stressing used to be to go and bake something. Um, and I always thought it was just a passion thing. You know, I always thought that it was just something mm-hmm. I do fun or like stress busting. Um, and I would like create new new recipes. I would like, you know, experiment with different things. I would take a lot of this stuff that I would make to office. I would like send it to friends. I would be the girl who would like go to birthday parties with a handmade something or like a cake and muffins and stuff like that. Um, and I think what happened is like in the time that I had to myself, I started going down this journey even more um, because I had more time. And then I remember it was Rakhi that year and I just decided to make chocolates for all of my brothers and I have a huge extensive extensive family. So I asked all of my cousins, I said, you know, like I'm sending you a bunch of different toppings, like pick what kind of chocolate you want. I'm going to give chocolate a shot. And um, all of them replied to me with like different combinations. And, you know, initially I gave them like two or three options and like someone was going crazy, like asking me for xyz topping someone else wanted something else someone wanted oreos someone wanted butterscotch someone wanted caramel so it kind of yeah it kind of like helped me understand chocolates a little bit more and uh, I burned my fingers burned a lot of things along the way pots pans utensils lots of relationships no No, unfortunately because it was for my brothers I was good there but um yeah so I experimented a lot understood chocolate and uh, to be honest that chocolate is not an easy thing to work with it's super temperamental uh, it has a mind of its own I mean like if I was in a relationship with wow. <laughs> the chocolate seems like yeah, you are already it just has <laughs> it's completely like it has a mind of its own it's super tough to work with but I learned along the way and um then Rakhi came so I gave all of my cousins that and they really liked it and I kind of saw the the viability of something like this mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know how much people would appreciate it and then my family and friends started like asking me for it because I was posting about it on my on my account and you know it just kind of built curiosity because it wasn't I didn't even have a menu I didn't have anything um so I kind of was forced to start something. Uh, you know, people started asking me for it and like wanted to gift it further. And I was like, shit, I wow. don't have any packaging because I was just putting them in cellophane bags. Um, mm. And, you know, to gift it further, I was like, okay, I need a little tag. So I, I started yeah. handwriting tags. Then it became, and without without any brand name. Then, you know, I was like, okay, if, I, if people are going to be buying this, I need to kind of up my game. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I remember I was sitting with mm-hmm. another cousin of mine who is a graphic designer and she had a client meeting. She does like wedding invites and stuff. And yeah. she had a client meeting in 20 minutes. So I went to her house and she said, okay, let's just quickly design a tag. What do you want to call it? And I'm just sitting in her basement like, uh, <laughs> let me think of words I like. Was that let the first think. time you thought of a name or, or like had to think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I knew certain things I liked, like certain words mm. I liked and I like pen them down and time's running out. And she's like, listen, now my clients are coming in. <laughs> yeah, do it now or like we'll do it next week. So I was kind of forced, I remember like coming up with Kokobak series and the reason why it had series is because I didn't know it would be a thing. So I thought, you know, like this is just the, in the interim before it's going to be like, like, you know, just a project, like just a series, you know, tomorrow, if not chocolate, maybe I'll do another series, like an ice cream series. Right. Yeah. So I thought of Coco Bark series and I remember I called up my brother and I was like, what do you think of the name? And even he was in office and he's like, yeah, it's a good name. It's catchy. It's fine. And I'm like explaining how, you know, series may not, it has to be series because what if it's not a thing? You know, I don't want it to be like this big thing I started and then it fizzles mm. out. Um, yeah. And it did become something. And I think uh, it it was completely unplanned for. Um, nice. It just, yeah, it just went and uh, I've learned a lot along the way and like I've kind of evolved you know everything right from my packaging to um, you know the kind of flavors the kind of chocolates just everything has really grown but yeah that was how I started it was totally unplanned for how many rakis ago was this this series is now (laughs) four and a half years ago yeah okay wow wow. so you've been at it for some time since that like initial uh, handouts that you were giving to or like the sampler that you were giving to your family yeah. and stuff so that's pretty cool and 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 no that's super interesting for a, a multitude of reasons right one I think it was um, something you didn't know you were really interested till you got into it you said baking was something that you did out of a hobby or something you just enjoyed doing on the side when was that click for you where like okay, I can potentially leave my job and, and pursue this as full-time or this is sustainable enough where, where I want to pursue this in the long term. Like what, what happened or what, you know, situation arose that caused you to kind of make that decision? So I think that, I mean, that I'm going to divide it into two parts. One is sure. I quit my job because I, I just wasn't feeling as passionate about it. Right. Um, yeah. And I just think that like I had kind of... <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> some of us like, yeah... Because I know what job she's talking about. (laughs) Okay. So so I think for me, that was one part that like, I no longer wanted to do that. And I think that I was kind of clear on that. Although like, it was something I joined right after college. It was something that I really enjoyed. It was something that I had grown along with. Um, So that was one part of it. And like I said, I didn't know I was going to do Coco Bark. So I think for me, like it Mm. just, I was just doing it on the side because I had time really. Right. But the penny drop moment for me was when, you know, when I when I gave this to everybody and the reactions I saw, because it wasn't, in fact, like we had uh, that year, coincidentally, um, mm-hmm. we had all gone on a family and friends vacation when Rakhi was um, that year. 
so for me it wasn't like only my family saw it it was other people also who saw it and other people who were really yeah. curious and we were like a bunch of nice. us in this resort and just seeing everybody's reaction of you know like oh my god which one did you get show me your flavor this one is so good this one is added this one is oh, added okay. you know like seeing the label reading it asking me yeah. questions you know asking me what other toppings i have that curiosity that i saw which mm. kind of just exploded when i brought my basket of you know these like random little bags for my brothers um that was a moment where i realized that this is something like this is not just you know, it, it's it means something for the person i'm giving it to because they've kind of designed it for themselves so you kind of um saw that validation of them going through yeah. an experience not just enjoying it but like you said the curiosity which led you to say okay this is something that like they enjoyed why not see if this like other people could enjoy it as well Yeah it was the it was just that you mm. know I know I would love to make this again I would love to try new flavors as well because each bark is different you know each toppings each like combination is different so literally everyone is unique they all are different from each other and i think it was just like i it was it wasn't even like i want to start something it was mm-hmm. more of like i want to try out more flavors or like i want to try out more combinations or like you know you tell me what you want let me make it for you let me try it right and then when i started getting orders without me even planning orders that's when i knew <laughs> it was like a viable business option mm-hmm. because without me even planning it like i was getting you know people were telling me that oh i want to get it but only if you charge me you know i don't want you to do it for free like i want to gift it further and i was like okay fine wow i'm getting charged for this <laughs> that's cool yeah did as a series like what you're saying now does that still happen or now it's like the fixed you know flavors you have that's what you stick to because you can't do more or are you still taking in more like you know suggestions experimenting or mix of both so like, i think it's a fine that like i think what i've realized is that people um so i do a lot of gifting as well and people love to feel part of their gifting right yeah um yeah. like i think what slowly started to happen even for me as a consumer is that like i want to give something different i want to do something unique i don't want to just yeah. go you know get a store bought something like yes in certain <laughs> situations i will do that but what i've realized is that people love um calling and speaking to me and telling me what they like and explaining what kind of flavors they like and you know understanding and like giving me a reference of like I've tried this and I really liked it I've had clients call me and say that you know I want to give chocolate to elders because we don't want to give mithai like we for weddings we don't want to give mithai but like for elders I know they like a certain kind of you know taste right. and a kind of combination what can you do so I feel like people really like that um collaboration and they really like feeling like they're part of it so i still do all sorts of like combinations depending on what my client tells me um and there's so many different ways to infuse something so for example if i just take orange you know i can add like orange marmalade in the chocolate i can like zest an orange i can add orange flavoring i can add um you know like an orange liqueur i can do so much even with one flavor oh. i can candy the orange peels and add them on top so i mean i've had i've had all sorts of combinations with people i don't know and i actually do like that because i like talking to people and you know like mm-hmm. seeing what kind of flavors they like so i've had someone call me saying i want orange and almond but i don't want too much orange but i want like <laughs> pieces of it which is chewy you know oh, so like, what 
yeah i've had these people call me who i don't know and i'm yeah. you know like it gets my mind thinking that okay fine if i have to make it chewy i'll probably use the skin of it or the rind of it and you know like candy it so mm. that it's so you enjoy the challenge and 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 kind yeah, of figuring it out as you go along exactly instead of just perfuming it or zesting it and you know they don't want that much but they want bites mm. of it so even now like oh, wow. every every bark of course there's some which uh, you know our best sellers and people ask me for what combinations i recommend so i give my yeah. few that i know have done well over the years um but i mean i've had someone ask me for a magic masala bark i'm not kidding and oh, i've made wow. it like i've made milk chocolate magic masala like almost cringing like this is not going to work but they <laughs> like it you know so it worked they liked it I mean for I think the person who asked for it was more like I like chocolate I like magic masala why not just make it the two uh, yeah so you know I'm happy to definitely a one of one potentially a combination I I, know, I probably know a lot of people including myself who like both I don't know but both of them think <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean he asked yeah, I did it I've I've done it as an order so um yeah there are i think it's a mix of both to answer your mm. question there, there are some which you know like some people like to just have their standard or like you know recommended mm-hmm. chocolates and then there's some people who really like to understand and co-create and explore so it's a bit of both so like mm-hmm. I, i'm interested to in, know i mean before you you were baking and and doing um doing this full time you were in advertising and marketing right is that is that what you did after college or what was your kind of so, like career progression in um in college i was i mean apart from my degree i was really interested in musicals and music and theater and okay. um, i joined a company that kind of did branded entertainment so a lot of it did cover like music and theater and um entertainment so to speak mm. so there was a lot of production involved and what started to happen is i think even within that company it kind of transitioned into more of an advertising company because brands would okay. be the ones who would want a lot of this stuff sure um, so i worked there for a couple of years and uh, i i think for me like like i mentioned before when we started the podcast um like there are a bunch of things that i've always been passionate about one of them is music and singing and theater and production so i think i joined that also because it was so passion fueled um and then like baking was always like just sort of the thing i did alongside for myself right. um and then when i realized that like advertising or marketing is not what i was really chasing but you know it was the it was the entertainment part it was the production mm. the theater and the music and the creation of that that i liked i kind of transitioned out um so that was that was where it kind of changed for me it seems like you kind of found some of that the way you were describing like when your family was the early testers and the experience that they were going through it seems like you kind of shifted that focus Yeah. um into your business as well so that's interesting how you took that approach of identifying one that entertainment was something or or creating an experience or something that you enjoyed and and how you utilize that in your business and your branding your packaging and of course like the experimentation that you were talking about how important is experimentation to not only discovering new flavors but also finding things to keep you like engaged in, in you know creating and and like taking your business forward and stuff I think for me it was super important. I mean I haven't like I haven't had any training or you know I haven't I don't actually have a degree in this field at all. It's just happened because of kitchen disasters. So you know like I mentioned like I've I didn't know the I didn't know how to make caramel. Then I didn't know how to like clean a pot which has caramel stuck at the bottom. Uh you mm. know I've broken things and like not known temperatures and not known how to work with stuff but 
in the in the creation of like or in the experimenting of all of it i've i've kind of found some recipes that i've sort of just stumbled upon um as recent as two weeks ago i was trying to make a toffee butterscotch thing and i thought yeah. i'm wrong so i was trying to make stick jars and huh. i tried it and it was so sticky like i thought <laughs> someone's teeth are just going to break so then i was like shit now what do i do with this then he was milking it and i made a ice cream of it and i'm not kidding you i gave it away because it was just like a kitchen disaster so i sent yeah. it and um, i've got repeat orders for it and i don't remember how to make it because i genuinely, <laughs> i genuinely thought i messed it up and um, yeah i don't i wow. i still don't remember what i did because i kept trying to like fix that thing the magic dust it seems like anything you touch turns no 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 there's been a lot of stuff that's gone straight into the dustbin straight into the dustbin and like i feel so bad because it's not edible i mean i've one day i was trying to make bread and i used all the sourdough starter i had for one bread with i did the <laughs> did the recipe wrong so i had like such a big like loaf of bread which was just bad yeah. and yeah so there've been a lot of experiments there've been a lot of disasters but i think what i really enjoyed throughout is that that creative part of me that like the girl who loves baking you know the girl who loves going to the kitchen and making something and testing something like that part mm-hmm. of me still alive because it's it's of course one part is running the business and one part is you know the orders and client servicing and the invoicing and the training of people and the packaging whatever you know everything else mm-hmm. and the marketing but this part of me because of the experimenting is still alive and i think that's that's what keeps me going every day you know i wake up and i'm like i can make anything and that's great i mean donuts yesterday for the first time um, i saw it was <laughs> i mean what it's not good it's not good for me like let me also say that <laughs> that's a occupational hazard i have <laughs> i do eat dessert for lunch sometimes it's terrible uh, i i often get yelled at by my mom <laughs> but uh, yeah it's part of it what do you think are like that now that you've mentioned you know you have to train people and like is it what are the growth opportunities now given that you know it has been over 4 years are you is it still happening from your home kitchen and did you do you like that it's like that is that working well for you or do you see it becoming something bigger or you think that it it can oh. be bigger from where it is now too So I think for me this even this growth journey has been like a journey. I started yeah. with you know my home kitchen like that's mm. just where I would bake. Uh and then I slowly outgrew that. Um so then I had like a little pantry. Uh luckily I have like space in my house to convert areas into things. So yeah. we converted like a little pantry into my like into my baking kitchen. uh then i outgrew that then i made a second pantry which so like one was my packaging unit and then one was like my baking pantry which had all my stuff outgrew that then i outgrew fridges <laughs> and i outgrew ovens and i outgrew you know like slowly kept building um uh, i do have now a studio kitchen of my own uh so it's not part of my house but wow. it's in the same area so i work from there unfortunately because of covid whatever plans or ideas i had to move out or to scale or to do mm. some things like kind of fizzled out but i think in a way it's been a real blessing for me because i'm you know like i i didn't have to stop working it was right here um even through yeah. lockdown i had people who were asking me if i was doing orders i shut down because of safety reasons um you know just because with food stuff you have to be super careful especially because right. 
it's not like i was cooking any of those things you know yeah. um so yeah i mean at the moment i'm not working from my house but like i have my studio kitchen which is right here Yeah. Um, and let's see I, i i don't know when things are going to open up how things are going to go open up but i think another thing that's been really nice is that people have been so um welcoming of small businesses and i think throughout right. this scope journey also like even for myself as a consumer like i've discovered so many brands i've discovered discovered so many like artisanal brands home doing chefs, interesting stuff, yeah. home chefs yeah mm. and even other businesses that are supporting businesses like mine you know whether it's like businesses that are just helping you discover these kind of people or whether it's like you know delivery businesses so i don't have to sign up necessarily with a zomato or with a swiggy but i you know i, I have delivery partners like a we fast or a page who can just help me give my you know product to an end consumer so i just think that it's become um, it's become for us or at least for me like it's become really easy now um and i think right now there's that trend of like wanting things that are you know handmade and artisanal yeah. and made and it's all of that and i think that i'm really thriving in that environment to be honest so i don't know what's ahead <laughs> because of all of these changing this, changing yeah. times but i'm enjoying where i'm at what do you think it is like that that's really interesting and and we've i think all of us have noticed uh it's not not only a trend but it seems like generally the environment has become a lot easier for you know uh, small business owners especially in you know like baking and and you know selling foods to kind of start something turn into something and have like these logistical operational things be easier to kind of sort out either whether it's through apps or you know other um platforms either promoting them or other people on social media do you think that it's like more to do with with like what you're selling or is it really like the story like people are kind of buy into like your journey of the brand and and or do you think it's like a combination of both of those what do you, what do you think it is that's kind of helping this whole movement that we're we're seeing or or effect that's happening mix of everything i mean for yeah. me like i remember there was a point of time where you know there were other people i i know of uh, personally as well as like other brands doing chocolate bars or doing something else mm-hmm. and you know i've had like people call me like you know like this person's doing this or do you know like barks are available here now and barks are Wait, and I... what is a bark is it like a bar of chocolate <laughs> coco bark <laughs> so it's what, like what is it it's like super thin um, pieces of chocolate which are hand broken okay so basically like i've had people tell me that you know there are barks available here and like suddenly this mm. one's doing barks and that one's doing barks and i thought about it and i was like you know why does why does someone go back to their favorite bakery for their favorite chocolate cake not because that's yeah. the place which is making a chocolate cake but because there's mm. something that pulls you towards that right. so i think similarly yeah. like what is working for me at least i don't know about other um, small businesses and like about this whole movement but i think what's working for me is that people feel like they're part of it it kind of almost exactly. feels like it's their creation and is their journey it's just that like i'm the i'm the person yes, who's creating it for them yeah but uh, you know it's really someone else doing it and it's a it's a new newish idea um so i think that's one thing sure. and i think i think the other thing is also that like people have seen the quality of some things that have mm. that's that's not available on a shelf or you know that mm. that you can really understand the story behind also um and a lot of my clients who call me are people who you know i've just developed a rapport with and i think even for me like 
there are people now who i've spoken to who like you know call me again and again and like i know when their birthday is or you know i know like mm-hmm. what kind of thing they like wow. or if they're ordering mm-hmm. somebody else i'll throw in a little something for them because that yeah. kind of built that relationship and i don't think um like some other stores or shops or like customer facing stuff which have like you know which are not like owner driven or like yeah. um that just have like an employed somebody facing a customer can do that <clears throat> and i think that's something that at least for me is really precious like i really enjoy talking to people and i really enjoy getting to know them and you know meeting them and earlier before covid like i would have client meetings and like it's just i think wow we've built that uh mm-hmm. like in fact i remember i had gone for dinner once with uh, like a work dinner and i bumped into somebody who just came up to me and uh, you know she recognized me and she said you don't know me but you did my wedding chocolates so i was like how do like, we were trying to put two and two together and she mentioned yeah. her mom's name and i was like oh my god she's my favorite client i love her like yeah. <laughs> come over and you know we've had cups of chai and she's like yeah even she talks about you and mm-hmm. i have literally met this woman three times in my life um wow. once when she came to discuss the order and twice when she came to pick it up but mm. just in that conversation you know like i know even today if she calls me or she recommends someone to me like there's just so much goodwill both ways because we've we've been able to do that and i don't know uh, i mean i don't know if this answers your question but i think for me that's that's definitely something that gets people to come back you know the fact that i can give them time and speak to them and like they they know they're talking directly to me and you know if there's any issue like i'm just a phone call away and i give my clients so much time they don't give me so much love and affection so i need to change my line of work i think you know giving them anything sweet to eat that's yeah. why so it's it's that really here's yeah. the invoice and i'm also sending you a chocolate at the end of it or something really. yeah at the end of it once you paid for everything once you paid <laughs> um no that's like people yeah. come in and i'm like try some free chocolate you know yeah. just free chocolate what can i make you so it's that well, don't I think drunk off what that. you did was 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 so cool and like through your instagram as well right it's like a for a brief moment you you feel like you're a part of a community and i think like we see all these brands and do that uh, do that right they like latch on to whatever is is trending as a topic or something like that and try to like create something but like you said i mean it's it's literally impossible for someone to create a replica of your business the product may be similar but the differentiation is you right and yeah. it's the experience that you've cultivated um what do you like if, for, so for any person who wants to get into you know some form of small business or you know maybe maybe has something that they're passionate about be it cooking or or something that they make or maybe an artist what would you kind of give them as a piece of advice before they kind of get started and and what are like the indicators that they should look for to continue working on that journey or um, continue on that path one is of course like love your product but also love your customer yeah. um like for me like mm. i mentioned of course one is the chocolate or is what i'm making but the other is also like i'm making it for somebody and it's important that that person loves it and that person comes back right um, you know so that is definitely one thing that that know your shit like know what you're doing know your product mm-hmm. believe in your product but also like love your customer and understand your customer um you know even if it's a service you're providing like who are you doing it for is it really a need you know is it really something that someone will go out of their way for and is it something that will better their life or like change their life make it happier what is what what is it that you're giving them in terms of you know um just an, an emotion if you just boil it down to that like are you helping them 
change something are you giving them something that will make their life more efficient more productive more like happier joyful whatever i think that's you know like also look at that point of it don't just look at selling your product um but look at your customer and what they would want as well and i think the other thing is don't be afraid mm. of feedback you know don't be afraid of like someone giving you feedback and for me also like i've had times when i haven't got the best feedback but just knowing and finding the learning from that or like finding the opportunity in that can turn things around so i remember the year i started um it was diwali time and there was a client i had who wasn't based in delhi and obviously that time i like i barely had my packaging i had nothing and uh, i mean for him <laughs> i just i had nothing. just about and she had someone had given her chocolates and she went back to her city and she called me and she said you know for diwali i want like i think she wanted like some 50 60 boxes which at that time was like a big thing because it was sure. my first diwali and uh, she had, i had no payment like i had no payment link set up i had like no nothing set up and she called me and she said i wanted and like i wanted at this time and i had to figure out you know delivery and this and that and i told her that this is the cost and she uh, she said i'll send it to you but like send me the chocolates and in my head i was like but who does that like who right how will i just send it you know like it doesn't work like that show um, me the money and then you yeah, get the chocolates <laughs> Yeah in my head I was like dude you go online you pay for something it gets dispatched. <laughs> and she was just like yeah but then you go online and there's a payment link and I was like yeah oh. but it's not it like I've just I don't have a payment link you know I have bank transfer I have this or I had like a couple of options yeah. at the time. And I remember like she called me and she kind of like not she just like we had a uncomfortable conversation where she was just like you know you are not giving me the ease of like paying right away of doing an instant thing either you send me that or like you know you just have send to trust somebody yeah. <laughs> um and she's like i told you this is my delivery date which is like in two days and yeah. then she said like something about the charging and like whatever whatever and finally i was like you know what i just have to trust somebody and i i'm just going to do it so i sent mm-hmm. it and i was just like chalo if she pays me great if she doesn't i learn but Good the learning. fact that like she gave me this feedback and the fact that like i had this conversation with her it got me it pushed me to kind of get right. my system up and running because i was just like i don't know this person she, it's, yeah. it's she's rightful you know she's rightfully asking for an option that today like exists everywhere online and like though we had a super uncomfortable conversation till date like this is year 5 till date every diwali she takes chocolates from me i was just ask are you she repeat customer but i guess yeah yeah she is so, in fact she even yeah. told me that like if i ever want to like expand and like stuff she would help me so i really just felt like that conversation was such a learning for me that you know i could have just yeah. shut that order down and i could have just been like you know i don't want to take feedback from anybody because this is the way my business is or you know yeah. given her excuses but I kind of she kind of mm. pushed me to look at it from a different point of view and that helped me grow so much. So I yeah, think it was trial so, by fire, right? Like you you were thrown into a situation which you whatever you had done could not have prepared for and yeah. um, not only mm. did you learn from it but like you're saying it's something that has paid you back 10 times probably just trusting this person. Yeah. Um So I think that for everyone I mean I've I've been to restaurants and I've been to places where you know I didn't think the service is great or I didn't think the food was up yeah. to par but I know that like it's their first week you know yeah. so you you yeah. give them your feedback you give them the slack yeah you just have to be a little lenient or just a little forgiving because I think for any of these small businesses you know like I've had clothes that have come and like things that 
you know have i found like errors in or like issues with and mm-hmm. just just people are so good about it and so nice about it and you can see the effort that they're putting behind it you know so i just feel like don't be for anyone starting anything you don't be afraid of like the feedback it could actually be really really good for you and i think what was like so interesting about yours is you know when she was giving you that feedback you didn't just say okay stop i can't do this i'm making chocolates for myself you don't get any more i'm not making it, right like you, you you didn't do that you i had that option i mean i literally yeah, had, yeah. like dude you know what like sorry i'm not just talking like <laughs> yeah. and we had that uncomfortable conversation where she was just like yeah. i want it and i'm telling you i'll pay for it and i'm like but i don't know you <laughs> you know but it like it just i think at that moment it was just like you just have to either trust yourself or even if what's the worst case scenario i'll take a hit i'll take a hit yep no i think yeah. uh, when you're explaining it right now right it sounds like something that you you just kind of did and it happened and it was just one uncomfortable conversation but i think that is what differentiates people who end up making whatever they're making or or end up like following through with something is the uncomfortable conversations that you will have to have and i'm sure you continue to have them whether it's with employees customers business associates right it's like yeah an uncomfortable con- uh, conversation situation will always be there just it depends on how you take it and how you kind of like carry forward and stuff oh for sure i mean this yeah. this whole pandemic has been that yeah been, um, you know one uncomfortable situation <laughs> <laughs> i i went from like having a team to not having anybody to like people just leaving to like me telling people you know i'm so mm. sorry, not i'm not uh, doing any orders right now cuz i have covid <laughs> what am i yeah. i yeah. just cannot i cannot do yeah. this you right now because i hope i don't infect you <laughs> and people are really forgiving people have been really really um, good that hope so that's something mm. you kind of have to be forgging about <laughs> I hope at least. Um, okay, so now sure. kind of switching to like how you went from the going from your story of how your friends and family to now your Instagram followers and like that whole world that you have of um, posting online. And I think you have over 18,000 followers on Instagram. So like now is that like a big avenue for getting orders and like how like Phoebe talked to us about that growth journey. Was it, I don't know, was it always? you always have a lot of followers or did that come over time <laughs> so my instagram has been something that i've always uh, i've always questioned and i've always mm-hmm. like kind of got into like clashes with people because i don't have a brand page and uh, when i started mm-hmm. like when coco bark was happening again i thought it's a series right like i didn't <laughs> think, so I like, i'm not making it sounds page. like you're still confused whether it's a series <laughs> No I'm not I'm just like that's my that's my clarification right there that's my justification of I don't have it but so when I started I was like I'm not making a page for a series like this is just something fun I'm doing on the side it's okay I'll post about it people will enjoy it and I made my uh, profile open and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I like soon when it picked up and when I started getting a lot of traction a I got all that traction from on my page or like I got all right. that attention for me and the stuff I was doing because I would also like post a lot behind the scenes and like initially when I was making stuff I would make it and I would write like you know for this person if I knew the person yeah. and them so oh, kind of like people nice. could see their order being made um yeah. which is something wow. I thought at that time was cool like people would like you know message me back being like oh my god I can't wait for it or like you know add it on their story and be like getting my chocolate no way so yeah. I thought that was really cool um and again i did it on my page 
and then you know slowly like people would want to share my number share my contact and like i would have other people follow me and other people being like you know please post when you're when you're making my order you're making it <laughs> oh so it, be- it became like a thing like they were excited to see their order behind the scenes yeah, like i had wow. i had to tell me that you know is this mine like if i was just posting you know a picture of a chocolate like of oh, me spreading the chocolate they'd be like is this my order so <laughs> like, you should be like it can be for like an extra 5k <laughs> that's a good idea so it's like at that time i was like you know it, it was fun and like i was just doing this um oh. and then i started getting more followers and stuff and there was a time where i was trying to figure out you know should i now go into a brand page should i not people were saying you're mm. crazy you're stupid why didn't you start it from the beginning and how are people going to find you how are you going to be discoverable you know like you have to put out your products and your menu and this and that why didn't you sorry people were saying why don't you start a brand page like a yeah, separate yeah. one Yeah, like why don't you have a page for mm-hmm. Coco Bark? And okay. again, at that time when I thought about it, I, I, and I did this. I asked all of my friends, uh, close mm-hmm. friends. I asked them, who are the brands you follow, and do you follow them because you know them, or do you follow them because you genuinely want to follow them? Interesting. Um, and a lot of the thing, like, okay, let me ask you guys, who the brands you follow? Is it like people who are your friends? Who like you have to follow because you know they started a page and like that person. Some- just came out right so you mm-hmm. follow because of that yeah and a lot of them right but do you care yeah. about the, do you care about the brand or do you care about it because the brand is owned by your friend i mean it probably started from the because of the friend and then yeah. if i like the brand it probably developed over time but yeah the initial me pressing clicking follow is because it was a friend or someone i had liked enough yeah. to be like okay i'll support you and then whatever it turned into yeah so i think um, i think what happens sorry i think what happens is you might initially start following it because it's someone you know or someone you know off but yeah. the only reason you'll continue to follow or engage with it is if it's there's enough the people doing it if exactly. you see it as actually something having a life of its own exactly yeah. so i i really like thought about this a lot and mm-hmm. i would ask people this question and you know i'd be like even for food stuff even for other stuff i'd be like okay you are following this furniture brand or you know you are following this bakery but do you really care about what they're posting and right. a lot of people would just like no i'm supporting mm-hmm. my friend but exactly. if you're supporting your friend you're not really interacting with the page so what the hell is the page there for i mean mm-hmm. my i was also thinking about this of course like there are lots of apps to having a page you know like one one place where you can find everything all the information is there all of that um mm-hmm. and then i started asking the question of the people who you do follow the brands who you mm-hmm. do follow why are you following them right a lot of the answers i got was because it's not just about the product it's mm-hmm. not them just posting like you know a product it's what's happening behind it's the story it's the founder it's the day to day it's the team it's the okay. all of that and a lot of people who have like the, a lot of people who were following some brands were like uh, lifestyle brands or like garments to like kind of see the pictures and see if they want to yeah. buy itself but again like the people like a lot of like influencers and people were following like at that point of time like all these influencers and stuff were also coming up and people doing very interesting things and like you know like different industries and like just kind of lifestyle um you know i guess it was more of like just aspirational stuff but it yeah. was always the story of those those people that got you hooked 
you know it wasn't just someone unboxing things it was like why are they unboxing it what is their life about what are they doing what is it it was the story behind it so i just figured that like i mean i thought at that time i may be wrong still it's still the question that i keep asking and returning back to but i just <laughs> felt that like there are so many parts of me um on my instagram and like whether it's music or whether it's you know doing yeah. life coaching or whether it's baking or whether it's you know oh, like wow. tomorrow like say yesterday i made donuts i'm not selling them but it's like you know just me enjoying myself and like baking mm. something and i've got orders from it but had i put that on a brand page <laughs> maybe it wouldn't think and i don't say hey guys now making donuts you mm. know um and like for me again this whole thing started because it was making something for people and making right. they love so i've had like a client call me and say i want a sasha tot and i said i don't know how to make that and she's like no but i want you to try because i love everything you make and i'm like oh, that's a lot of pressure but okay <laughs> fine you know let me try and make it i've had people yeah. call me like this uh, this acquaintance of mine <laughs> call me and say i want my dad really loves whiskey i want a chocolate and whiskey cake and i'm like but i don't do cakes and that's actually yeah. how it started because she said but i want a chocolate and whiskey cake and like i'm sure whatever you make will be good you know Absolutely. so <laughs> just that or just putting it out there and like the story behind it and um just all the other stuff that i posted which may not be product related but mm. everything else related i think that worked for me that's um, really cool so you feel like people got a glimpse into like a day you know, in your life for example yeah. and all the different things not just like you as a baker but you as an individual Yeah and I think of course one thing is that you know even now it it is I I know it's a bit difficult to kind of search for cocoa bark series and find a page and a lot of people try and do that directly mm-hmm. but the other thing is there's this exclusivity through curiosity that started happening mm-hmm. that you know that finding me through somebody or like getting my box or recognizing the brown box um you know i've had someone send me um a a box of theirs it went out with a wedding invite and she sent me again a client who i don't know and i've like saved this video as favorites for you know every time i feel like i'm i don't know where i'm at and like i need a little motivation i look at this video of this of this girl i don't know um mm. opening this like package and then taking out the box and she's like oh my god oh my god is this cocoa bark series i've been looking for oh my god and i'm like wow. watch this and i was like who are you i love you and <laughs> thank you wow. you know yeah. um, so i think like it's a treasure that she dug up and she, found yeah. she just recognized it from the brown box because that's the box i've kind of always had um so it's a bit i mean i know that there's certain things that maybe a brand page would have done really well for me um and maybe like it's it might not hurt to have both but what happened in my case at least since you asked me about me is that my instagram kind of had everything about me about my life about my baking about my dog about my you know yeah. music about everything and sometimes a mix of all you know like there have been times when like my dog has been with me and i'm like baking something and like there's a picture of him and me and like doggy brands are reaching out to me and being like you know we would have a <laughs> you could bake some like literally that's that happened so um, all been organic feel you feel like most of all organic i don't i still don't know like what time is good for me to post and like what the <laughs> business things are and the tools are like again it's something that i'm sure if i if i actually leverage it'll be great but so far it's all been completely organic and um what just what, whatever you feel like posting you you kind of post yeah. it not that much thought or i mean of course i mean i'm sure you put a lot of to, yeah 
like I try to have like one theme, you know, like I, I know that like I'm okay. also a person who likes certain things and who posts right. certain kind of things. Uh, a lot of it is just like me being a caffeine junkie, but I know that like, <laughs> that's, that's my space. So I, I wouldn't like stray off it. Uh, I don't okay. think I'd do that. Like I'd kind of stay true to who I am or like what I represent or what Coco Park represents as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's not, it's not, I don't have a team who does my social media. I don't have like keywords and like I've never pumped in money till date. I haven't done that because I, again, I felt like it's my personal account. I don't know if that's yeah. something I should be doing. If I had a brand account, like maybe I'd be targeting it and, you know, things, but I, I've never felt like I need to do that with my personal account um so yeah sure. that's been the journey for me again I I don't know if it if it would have been different if I had a brand page or if it would have been better or worse I, I still don't know the answer to that but I what I just realized is that I have at least a bunch of people who like the story behind everything and what that, you're doing is working obviously somewhere so yeah definitely is what do you usually say to people who like this um the dog partnership or collaboration that you said come up do you usually consider it or is that something you're not usually interested in doing partnering with say not not necessarily the dog um company anything to do with even um coco bark or is that something you're not really interested in doing I I would I mean I'm all about collaborations I think it's yeah I've done that with a couple of brands I've done that with like some coffee brands which was really fun I've taken their coffee beans and I've kind of infused them in my chocolates and made really fun Mm. stuff Um, so it has been really interesting I've done that with with a bunch of other like you know gifting brands who've taken my stuff or like you know put it in their boxes and put it in their hampers for like festive season and all of that um and i think that i a i think collaboration is great i mean i don't think that one should be competing and one should be i mean i'm i'm happy to even with my clients i always tell them especially if i have like a wedding client or if i have someone for a baby announcement i'm like you know why don't we make the box which is in theme with your like card or invite because it shouldn't yeah. be bought something and then you put it together and you know sent it out i want it to mm. look like an extension of your your card and your you know celebration or your baby announcement and stuff like that so i think even for brands it's always been like that for me you know i've had um, a couple of like retail outlets reach out to me again for like festive time to gift to give stuff and they've asked me you know can we do a box which has our branding I'm like, yeah, I mean, for me, it's about the chocolates. For me, it's about that. You know, I'm happy to like, of course, let's add your branding. Let's do whatever you want. We've, I've done stuff for like airlines and stuff. And I'm very happy to, you know, collaborate and do that. But um, yeah. for non-chocolate stuff, like you asked me about the dog. Yeah. I think, again, it comes back to passion stuff. Like if it's a brand or if it's a thing that I don't really associate with, you know, like, I, I don't know, a suitcase. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like airlines like something that I don't know how to use or like I yeah. wouldn't normally be passionate about it I probably would just decline the offer um, mm-hmm. but if it's something that kind of falls in my space of like this is who I am and this is what I would like to and if I believe in the brand like I'm very happy to talk about it because again like I just feel like if someone has put so much effort behind something I get it I've done that too mm. Someone yeah. is just starting out and don't they don't have money, they don't have means, they don't have like, you know, a way to really push it out. Like if I genuinely like the product, whether I buy it myself or whether, you know, someone sends it to me to have a look at it or sample it, like I'll talk about it. 
if i like it why yeah. not if you could collaborate with any brand or individual who would you collaborate <laughs> with and why how much time are you giving me for this answer <laughs> as long as as long as you want i'll tell you tomorrow <laughs> i need to think you need to think about that much just on the top is of there, your head is there a brand that comes to mind right away or is it open kind of so one thing i'm like i'm slightly borderline uh, obsessed with is my tea mugs like i am very very tea mugs different colorful ones and stuff yeah just my tea mugs yeah. and like my crockery and my cutlery is so important to me so okay. i'd be down to like i love i would love to make stuff in like other people's crockery and cutlery and like shoot it and make it look good mm-hmm. um, i can't think of a brand or a person i think of I'm gonna think of a uh, crockery brand that's like cool, so I can't think of any. <laughs> I have to think of this. I've never thought of it. Yeah. Let me think and get back to okay. you. Okay. I'll actually I'll follow up with you tomorrow and ask what you thought of. <laughs> you think I'm not going to? I'm curious now as well. Done. Done. I'll give you a list. I'll give you top three. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Even better. I take it one step further. <laughs> Done. Done, done, done. Uh, nice. Nice. So I was supposed to order, but I don't know. I never got around to it. I've never tried any of these chocolates with any of the list of ones that you just gave. I will now. So wait, it's a it's a thin yeah. piece of chocolate, <laughs> like how thin? I'm showing you. Uh, hang on. I mean, how thin? Oh, sure. No, like is it like a chocolate bar? Like a dairy? Like okay, if I take dairy milk with. Not thinner. Can you see? Oh, that's like yeah. straight from the. So basically, yeah. hang on, on one where you can see though. Yeah, it's like very breakable, <clears throat> right? Oh, got it. So basically, that's it's cool. like it's all hand broken. So it's very mm. thin, um, like sheets of chocolate broken up, basically. Oh, interesting. Where do you like? I mean, get this chocolate from. I found suppliers all over. I want okay, to reach nice. the point where I can do my own bean to bar, which like involves mm. a lot. But uh, I'm not there yet. There are some really cool brands yeah. in India who are doing that, and I really look up to them. I think they're doing That's so cool. really cool stuff. Yeah. So they make the chocolate beans yeah. and then also yeah. bake them and also oh wow. So you yeah. see like so they have like all the conching yeah, machines and the tempering machines and the actual bean to bar which is where I would hope to reach one day. Um but yeah there's some very cool brands making some Are there drinks. a lot of those in Delhi at least or is it um, like I know the, I know a lot of them that are available to buy in Delhi but I know a bunch of them in that South are in South India right yeah, like yeah in South, South India, India right? because of the bean yeah and uh, yeah. Mm. a couple other here and there but um, again like it's this whole movement right of like make in India and like everyone making even coffee like people are doing yeah. things with coffee and tea and like just really cool brands that are coming up so chocolate also is there okay, so I was, chat- I was just googling where so I went to Ooty Mm-hmm. And over there, they had like yeah. this whole chocolate factory type of vibe. That's pretty cool. I think that everyone's like a lot of these. been to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> been. South yeah. India has really nice places and really good yeah. chocolate. 
and breads mm-hmm. also is like becoming such yeah, a bakery in south india right in general is everywhere a, even in delhi there's uh, some really cool places making like fresh breads and wow. you know, sourdough from like their own sourdough starters and especially during lockdown i think like a few mom friends also started um like making really delicious yeah. bread and she's like always super busy because it's like the way you're kind of organically grow, grown she kind of has the same story in that sense but just bread and now she's like over i think overwhelmed with it but it yeah it's new thing i think it's, but, yeah it's yeah. new and it's also like i think people have now started to appreciate it you know like just like good produce and and making stuff from scratch and homemade preservatives sure. and everyone in oh. lockdown anyway was cooking so yeah different things different trends they were hopping on i mean i didn't cook anything i just ate but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess everyone else was doing it for me so it was okay yeah. just ordering <laughs> but yeah uh cool um wait what time is it oh it's up oh, wow we've been chatting for a while it's been nice good I, from aran thank you so much kitana it was yeah. great seeing you you're most yeah. welcome thanks anjana for organizing this yeah this was fun thank you for making time